Your Fire, a weekly podcast with Mina Khoury, an Ayurvedic practitioner and spiritual teacher who brings the ancient, time-tested wisdom of Ayurveda in this time of great upheaval and global ascension to inspire you to the next level of your spiritual evolution. She will discuss all topics related to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you ready to be free of all suffering and soar to your heart's calling? Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. I have to share with you that I started this podcast at noon, exactly, and I've been talking without going live for 20 minutes because I have this intro that I play and somehow the the two, three buttons that I need to press, I, I must not have done. So 20 minutes into the podcast, I kind of felt this sense of that I was not, it was not getting recorded and I was not live. So I'm starting it again. So... <laughs> And it was such good stuff. I have to repeat again. Okay, so welcome to today's podcast. See, these are crazy times. Um, so today I've been um, talking about, you know, healing your relationship with food for the last few podcasts, but I wanted to take a detour today and really talk about what's happening currently and how we are feeling and navigating this difficult time. So, you know, the shift happened uh, in 2012 in the last two years really um, catapulted into even higher levels where everybody started to wake up. When I say everybody, I'm saying more and more people. I know that many of us are still asleep, but it's a process. And so we've been talking about, you know, the new earth, the, the birthing the new earth and this transitional time. So many times with our ego mind or in the three-dimensional way of thinking, we're thinking that something is going to end and the new thing is going to be is going to begin. So it's like this clear transition into endings and beginnings. It may be possible for some things on an individual level, but when we are talking on a global collective collective level, it's a very messy process. Actually, I think it's a messy process at an individual level too. It is very difficult to end things and beginnings may be very different from what we may have imagined. So what I call this time that I've been calling this time is the transition time is this long transition time. It's not transition time this week, this month or this year. We've been in this transition time, like in this long birthing canal to birth the new earth. It's the pains of, it's like the labor pains, right? But we never thought that we would experience it to such an extent. So I don't know how you are feeling out there, but I have felt the the frustration, the impatience, the why are things not happening as fast as I thought they would. And certain things are happening really fast. They just blindsided me. Um, but, you know, with a limited mind, we only know so much. We want what we want because we believe that's all that is possible. And we want it how we want it because we just know this, you know, one-way street or one-way process. And um, 
we want it at a time that we want it. So it doesn't, in the subtle realms, it just doesn't work that way. How energy works is subtle and it's profound and it works in its own way. So the astrology uh, is telling us that we are entering a really wonderful, good time. Um, I'm not an astrologer, but I do follow it. I do tune into it because it makes a huge difference. And I believe that these are, you know, these are higher high, and higher energies, a form of consciousness is that affect everything on this planet Earth, affect our thoughts, behavior, what's happening in the world. We don't have to believe it in order for it to work. It works independent of our beliefs. But when we understand that, we can use that information to be mindful and to be a, a, a conscious co-creator. So we can navigate our life better because we have this extra piece of information. So, so this is, you know, also like the liminal space that we've been in this liminal space. And I, you know, when we really look at the whole of life is, is transitional time, it's liminal space because we're always rebirthing. We're always letting go of ourselves in an old way. We're always, you know, moving to the new territory, expanding and growing. That's just how the process of life. So, so during this time, when things do not go the way we had planned, how we wanted it, or when we wanted it, it can create a lot of impatience, um, frustration. And we just want to let go of everything we know that works. So how do we handle this time? One of the rewards of having a spiritual practice is, or, or growing internally is that when we get into this kind of muddy waters, we are very quickly able to come out of it. That's the difference between, you know, the inner growth. And if we haven't done the inner work, then we can actually get stuck in the muddy waters and may, you know, need a lot of help in getting out. So when we uh, continue to evolve and grow, we are able to go in the muddy waters. We're able to see how, what we are feeling, we're able to notice that this isn't working, then we are reminded of what really works and what to do. So the biggest thing in this process is to be open to possibilities and letting go of what do you think, how something is going to happen and when it is going to happen. So I, I've been feeling the same during the last couple of weeks, especially, I almost wanted to stop the podcast for a little bit. Because um, you begin to question, what's the point? What am I doing? Am I, is it, is it useful? Is it even helping anyone? Um, so it's, it's good to question from time to time. But here I am again. And I thought, why not? I'm going to get on live and share what I need to share. So what is it that, um, what, are the, the, what are the things that we can do? So I want to share with you a few things that I do, I come back to again and again to regain my sanity. And um, so one of the things I do is, as you know what I'm going to say, is this your morning sacred time 
the meditation practice. So I face east and it's my absolute best time of the day. It's sacred. I try not to schedule any appointments if I can help it. I turn the phone off. I sit there with my lemon water, hot water, and I sit on the couch and the sun just kind of bathes me. So sitting there and just soaking up the sun and really soaking up the silence, it cleanses the mind of yesterdays. It cleanses the heart of any disappointments or frustrations that I may have felt. And to just sit and be. So when we continue to do that, something bigger the space or the silence is what we soak ourselves into. All of a sudden, the, the troubles of the mind and the disappointments you may have felt yesterday, they're no longer there. They're nowhere to be found. So in that, in that time, we are able to realize that there's something more beyond the thoughts. There's something more beyond my experiences that I had yesterday. Because the connection is so real, although we may not be able to put it in words, but the connection is very real. It's an experience. So it is this delightful experience that makes me come back to this practice again and again and again. I frankly can't start my day without it. So what is it that, that you know, what practice do you do? Maybe you do a prayer, maybe you do chanting, maybe you do breathing. But I really, especially in the morning when the air and space element are so predominant, the clarity of energy in the morning is very high. And that's a great time to sit and sit with yourself, sit with your energy, connect with your energy. Why do we want to connect with our energy? When we connect with the energy, the experience of it gets infused into whatever we do, whether we are cooking, eating, working, um, relating, being with our family and friends. That connection of who we truly are, it gets infused into everything we do during the day. And the second thing is to really draw attention, which is now very easy to do after you've been sitting and meditating. I use a mantra-based meditation, 20 minutes. And during that time, all the thoughts, random thoughts, yesterday's thoughts begin to come up, flood the mind. But we let them, let them be. We let them go. We don't hang on to them. That's a process of purification. Once the thoughts arise to your awareness, uh, they're gone forever, right? But you don't pay attention to them. You just allow them to go and you keep coming back to the heart, to the mantra, and you become clearer, expanded, more peaceful version of yourself. Then notice the present moment, what's happening for you in this moment. The biggest lesson that I've had from this pandemic is not to plan too far in advance. It is difficult because I'm used to planning a whole year in advance. And 
because things are changing so quickly. Certain things that you didn't even care to change, that changes really rapidly. What you thought you really, really wanted, that is not moving. So you're like, what in the world is happening? So in paying attention to the present moment, in the now is when you just simply tune in. So I tune into sitting on this warm, comfy couch. Body feels rested. I feel warm. The sun is on me. I look out the window. There's just beautiful colors at this time of the year, like oranges, reds, and browns, and greens. It's like a picture book. It's like a storybook. I'm on the 17th floor. So I feel it's just all around. I see all the colors, like somebody painted. So just tuning into this, the glory of the present moment that's around us. It's I have no words for it. So when we drop into the present moment and just really tune into what it is that we're doing, where we are, what is around us, how we're feeling. The yesterday's trouble, um, they just seem irrelevant or so small. And then the realization that whatever shift or changes that I wanted, how can I want anything more when I have everything in this moment. So do a practice of dropping into this moment, and we can do this practice any time, anywhere, whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, sometimes we don't realize how far we have come. Because the transformation happens subtly and it continues to happen, we don't realize where we were, say, three months ago or even two months ago. Was there something that you were struggling with mentally or emotionally just, you know, in the past, two months ago, three months ago, or even a year ago, even 10 years ago, that you no longer are struggling today, right? Because we continue to actually achieve, if that's what we want to do, we continue to we continue to manifest everything that we have asked for so far, but if it didn't show up the way that we wanted it or when we wanted it, we forget how far we have come. So it's really interesting to go back. That's why journaling can be very useful. You know, I'll go back and I'll read and then I rip out all the pages, I throw them away and I start new. But it's just interesting because done that, been there, done that, don't need to worry about that anymore. Um, we forget how far we have come. We forget where we were yesterday. So that, you know, I was sharing with a client um, my story of how I came into this work. And um, so it was just really interesting. It was just really interesting contrast. And when we look at this, this huge shift that has happened in life in just the last few years, then you know, I don't, I let go of the worry and I let go of desiring more and more and more because I've already gotten so much. So if you're interested in tuning into my story, I'll share a link here and you're welcome to go ahead and read it. And um, the third thing is, it is important, like I said, it is important 
No, like I mentioned before that the feelings can, the emotional triggers and the intensity of the emotions is very real, okay? I have felt anger, frustration, just impatience, just like when? Is something going to happen? I thought I was going here and all of a sudden I'm doing this. I thought this is what was going to happen, but that didn't happen and this happened. So we have to feel our feelings. If anger is what you feel, you have to feel it. If you feel frustrated, then you're just frustrated. You feel impatient, you feel like nothing is working for you, then you have to feel that. You get pissed off. So you have to be with what you feel. Um, because there's no way to move through it, uh, move beyond it, then through it, you have to feel it. And that's where we get a little bit frazzled. It's like, I've been angry for the last three days. I've been crying. You know, we don't have a problem when we laugh all day. We don't have a problem when we have when we are joyous for weeks on end or days on end. We don't go need help for that, right? So just like, you know, that we can cry, feel frustrated and angry. So feeling the whole spectrum of emotions. One of the things I did in the last two weeks is I actually sat in front of my altar. I have Shiva's picture and I have certain other things that are important to me. I just sat and had a conversation and a complaining session to whoever that is, God, the infinite the one like you would sit in front of a mother and a father and complain all your complain about all of your troubles and tell them to sort it out for you and that's exactly what i did i i felt it to be really useful because there was no argument <laughs> there was complete 100 percent listening there was no judgment I could express it any which way I wanted to express it. There was no judgment. And I really, I, I felt a little silly, but at the same time, I felt like, like I would feel with my mother or my father. And I also felt that whoever the one is, that is like smirking, saying, oh, aren't you cute? But I felt better. I was able to express how I felt. So... Feeling what you feel is really important. Feeling is healing. Emotional intelligence. You know, I did a few webinars um, way back and a few months ago. The emotional, the emotions come up because they're asking us to pay attention to them and digest them. When we feel those emotions, we are helping digest them. If we do not feel the emotions, the undigested emotions create undigestion. Real physical on physical level. It gets embedded in our tissues. It creates more toxins in the body. It's never a good idea. Just like undigested food, undigested emotions do the same thing. So feel what it is that you feel by way of expression to the infinite, by way of you know, throw punches in the air, kick something, go for a walk. If you have a trusted friend that you feel like you can really talk to and she can just really listen to you, without interrupting and without giving you tons of advice watch out for that because people will project their uh, issues onto what you're saying they're really not listening to you so you need a skill uh, in people so if somebody you know has that skill so talk to them write it out journal it out okay 
And by this time, if you've done the medication, pay attention to the present moment, feel what you feel, then, and looking back and how far you have come. So these are the five things that I wanted to share with you that can help you come out of the muddy waters gently, softly, swiftly, quickly, and easily. Okay. And these are not mind blowing things, but the truth is the wisdom is in the simplicity. The difficulty is the mind looks for something complex. That's why we keep searching for some person who's going to give you the magic. The magic is in the simplicity. So we just go back to the basics. These are basic things. Go back to the basics. We need the reminders again and again. Why? Because we live in a world that's far removed from it. We get pulled into the same old paradigms and dynamic by the external world. So when we are continuously making going inward and going back to the basics of practice, then your inner vitality is stronger than the external pull. So then you no longer get overwhelmed because you're internally so awake and so strong. And if difficult times come in the future, you will know exactly what to do. So these are the practices that you want to make part of your daily life, meditation, be in the silence, be in the present moment. Tune into what you feel, feel what you feel. We don't have to express our anger to the object of our anger. We just simply have to express it. And, you know, reflect back two years, two weeks, whatever the time period may be, and notice the changes. Notice how life has changed in a good way. Could be in a bad way in some, some situations, but it's really not about if the external life looks good or bad. It's really about who have you become internally. Are you even, we are able to handle the external stresses better than we did two years ago. So that's the shift that I'm asking you to pay attention to. It's not in the manifestation of the material things. So in the manifestation of the material things, they're here today, they're not here tomorrow, right? It's really how do you want to experience your life? So experience of our life is really independent of everything externally that we may accumulate or we may manifest because it is about how we are being with whatever in the outside comes into our life, how we are being. So when we are talking about the inner world, the inner vitality, then we do have to do practices to foster, to cultivate that inner vitality. And these are the practices. These are the practices to continue to gain that inner strength, to continue to solidify your connection with your energy, 
when you connect with your energy, your consciousness, your soul, everything in life changes. Our perception changes. When our perception changes, when the inner world changes, we hold a different vibration. Then the external world simply mimics that. So much of the time we don't realize that by complaining, by getting upset, um, by really complaining, using the words, this never happens to me, life just is so bad, things are so bad right now, we don't realize that we're actually creating it. We're creating it. When we keep talking about our negative experience again and again and again, we actually keep creating the future negative experiences and we wonder why something doesn't change. So our words are powerful. What language uh, do we, what, what language are we using? What words are we using? If the negative words carry energy, our thoughts carry energy, our feelings are energy, we are really, we are energy. So that's why the throat is so important. The speech is so important. This mindful speech is, it, you know, can I spin something in a positive way, right? Initially, there will be a lot of resistance, but make it a practice to see how we can look at the glass half full rather than half empty, right? So because it'll cascade into the next moment of our experience, into what we pull into our life. So that's why when we are, when we do the inner healing work, when we grow the level of our consciousness, when we elevate ourselves to higher energy, then it automatically changes our speech. It um, brings higher level of awareness to us, to our own behavior, to our own thoughts. The ability to watch your own thoughts is a really awesome skill to cultivate. The ability to watch our own thoughts, the, the ability to tune into what we are thinking, and then to stop yourself when you are creating that, when you keep thinking that, and then you keep complaining that life is not good. Realizing that you actually are creating what you are experiencing. So I hope that was helpful. And um, so stay strong. Trust the process. Surrender to what is, control what you can, do what you can, rather we don't control, do what you can and let go of the rest. We do have to trust and really pay attention to this moment. If you have a roof over your head, warm meal to eat, people to love, meaningful work, body's okay. That's a pretty good deal. So thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. And if you're wondering, the yellow, Thursday is the day of, this Brahaspati is the day of the guru. So 
I've been told by my sisters to wear yellow on Thursdays. So I'm always trying to find something yellow. So you'll see on the podcast that I'm wearing yellow. I love yellow, but that's why you see I'll try to find yellow wherever I can to wear for the podcast to wear on Thursdays because I don't know, I guess maybe the yellow is is the color of the light, the color of the transformation because the guru teacher takes you from the good, the darkness to rule, which is light, takes you from darkness to light. That's he, it helps you, he or she helps you transform. So um, yellow is also like the third chakra, yellow, orange, I think yellow, third chakra, is the desk where transformation happens. The fire allows us to transform into the love the speech, the higher, the intuition, intelligence, and the higher connection. So that's the reason you'll see me wearing um, yellow on most Thursdays, unless I run out of something to wear. Or you'll see me wearing the same shirt again and again because it's yellow. All right. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this um, podcast, let me know. If you have any questions, I will also love to see that. And tell me what practices you do. What do you do that helps you come out of the muddy waters quicker? What are your practices? Share in the comment section. It really helps others, inspire others. And if you like this video, consider liking it and subscribing to my channel. Thank you so much and have a good week. Thank you for listening to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And we look forward to being with you next week.